cool. Right. And with that, we are recording. Yep. Let me go ahead and start the video recording. Video. Cool. Streamlabs record. Sweet. We are and recording. We're up. Cool. Nice, man. Good, good morning, sir. Good morning. Now, I have a question. It's a very important question. Okay. Would you like the blue pill or the red pill? Which one did what again? I don't I don't even know. I'm just uh, asking you. <laughs> the blue pill. I think that's okay. the one that I think that you stay in Neverland. No, no, it was the red pill, wasn't it? I Wait, now remember. I'm I'm confused now. <laughs> I don't remember. But um all right. Yeah, man. In all seriousness, though. Isn't that like a term now? People are using that like politically. They're like, we're going to red pill you or you're like, you've been like red pilled or something. I don't know. I stopped following all this social media political bullshit. How often do you watch the news? Well, it's on every single day in my house. So I see it nah, um, every day. But I that don't rely stressful. on social media for news. I think that's stupid. Um. But I think it's good to to see it a little bit because to be honest, there's some stuff that like if I just watched the news, I feel like there's like a lot of stuff I would just not know about, you know? Yeah, no, that's true. I don't know. Like, I'll check it like on social media. Like, obviously, I see it like because people post it, so I'm gonna see it. But it's not the I don't know. I'm not going there to see news politics or news or whatever now don't get me wrong i think it's important to know what's going on that's why i do try to see something every day um yeah i just I feel I, like the news is just the same thing every day yeah so. when at least when it comes to like politics that's where i avoid looking at social media because it's just like i just you know what you're getting is opinionated and extremely biased but if it's just yeah. new not everything you're gonna see anywhere is gonna be that way anyways yeah. And most of the news, quotes news that you see on social media is actually opinions more so than facts, I'd say. Um, a combination of both, rather. But I don't know. I think in terms of trying to learn what's going on, don't get me wrong, social media can be a useful tool. I just don't think it's the sole thing that we should use. You know what I mean? No, I, I agree. I think that... um. I think, honestly, I think we just need a better, like, way of getting news. Yeah, you know, I agree. really. I think, um, I think we have a lot of different mediums for news media now. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you'll have, you have people who have, like, great shows on YouTube. Mm -hmm. um, you have people doing their own, like, political analysis, you know, mm -hmm. um, and things like that. And I think that stuff is all, like, really good. And even, like, stuff on social media, like you'll see things that are like super opinionated and whatnot. And that's true. But you'll also hear about things that you might not have ever heard about because there's a lot of stuff that like the news doesn't report on. It's true. And I know Reddit, especially Reddit loves reporting on things that the news does not report on. Yeah. You know, you'll every, like every week you'll see something show up. Like this is what's happening in Russia. And like, nobody's talking about it, you know, it's true. And that's true. Stuff like that. I definitely, yeah. I don't think social it's a two-edged sword, right? I think that on one hand, you get something that's good where you can learn things that you otherwise might not have known about. 
Oh, definitely. You know, and I think that that's cool because there's a lot of stuff on social media that you see that mainstream media doesn't talk about. I mean, for the longest time, I remember I mentioned this like two months ago when we did the first uh, podcast or one of the first podcasts, all the protests in India. Mainstream media yeah. didn't talk about that, but that was all on social media. The only that's reason been happening people, for months, right? And the yeah. only reason people knew about it was because of social media. People didn't know about it because of mainstream media like the New York Times, CNN, BBC, Fox News, any of that. People didn't know yeah. about it because of those. People knew about it because of Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Yeah. Well, because of people like you, like actual individuals like yourself who are actually like reposting this stuff and they're like, like these are my people, this is happening, you know. Right. This is like who are actually like upset about it. like, you know, this is, this is dumb, you know. Right. And then that's how people learn about it you know exactly you know there, i think that goes to show it's like that's a good thing with social media right mm-hmm. we were able to all as a collective spread awareness it's like actual grassroots movements right that kind of thing right and it, it was wild with this specific case is it's the was or is i'm not sure i don't uh, the largest organized protest in human history there was 250 million people in india alone okay that's fourth of the population they're about a little less jesus that's a huge number of people protesting that is so much (laughs) right 250 million people that's almost the entire population of the united states okay to put that in perspective dude that's wild and you know, you'd think that you'd hear about, oh, largest protest in human history. You'd think you'd hear it all about it on mainstream media, but did we? No. No. We, we didn't. Yeah. Never did. All, all you hear here is um, Trump and the impeachment didn't go through. Now it's the impeachment didn't go through. Before it was impeachment. Now it's just that he didn't get impeached. Yeah, yeah. And now everyone's talking about, like, is it right? Is it wrong? What does it mean? And blah, blah, blah. And it's like, maybe it doesn't really matter that much. <laughs> he's not um, president anymore. <laughs> Yeah, I he's mean, not. He can run again, but like I, I'd be kind yeah, of surprised. Yeah, that's the thing everyone's worried about, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, that's interesting because it's not like, to be fair, it's not just, um, Democrats and people that lean left that are worried I mean, about him could, running again. There's also they, enough Republicans they can try that don't him for want other to. things. I mean, <laughs> say it again. Right, they could try him for other things. Like there's an, like the, the Mitch McConnell literally said this. I actually saw his uh, his address on the news like after the when they wrapped up the trial a few days ago or whatever. Um, he actually said like, you know, this is just like one thing. You know, this is just impeachment. And we don't think that that's a fitting. Oh, shit. What the hell? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Keep going. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I just thought it was funny. You just I like disappear. I'm like, oh, okay, he's gone. Um, no, nah, but uh, yeah, he like literally said like this is just one avenue. Like, I actually totally agreed with like everything he said. I thought it was like very reasonable. I thought I thought it made a lot of sense. Mm. Um, because he's like, look, like the dude's not president anymore. You know, ha- part of the whole impeachment thing is removing the person from the office, and we can't do that. So it doesn't really make sense. And I get why everyone wanted him to be impeached, but that's true. I mean, he's not in office anymore. Like, you kind of, you know, you missed the boat, so to speak. It's like, right. ship well, has sailed, you know, it's over. Like Right. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I get both sides of it. Like, I get why, like, they wanted to impeach him, and I also understand why they didn't. Like, why some people were like, I don't get the point in it. 
Um, yeah. I, honestly, at this point, I don't know that it matters. He's not president anymore. Now, that doesn't mean he he was, can't run again. I mean, now he can if he wanted to. He yeah. could run again in 2024. I don't know how likely that is. I mean, he's kind of got a big ego, so I kind of feel like he will. Um, I, if he if he even can, I mean, I feel like uh, everyone's just going after him right now. Everyone that can go after him is going after him. Yeah, basically. but it's been like that for the past four years, though. Everybody that can go after him has been. And, you know, the, the thing, the problem is this. Within his own party over the past four years, which you've seen, it... It's it's honestly it's really entertaining to go back and look at what Republicans said about Trump during the primaries. None of them liked him. They all couldn't stand him. Right? They were all like, "No, he's not a real Republican. He's not a real conservative. We don't like him. He does not represent our party." And now they all say that Trump is the future of our party, which is kind of true. That's disturbing. It, right, but it, uh, it's if true, that's though. the case, then we basically we need to get rid of the what the if that's honestly, and I don't believe that that's really what the Republican Party has become because ultimately your your party is only as the good as the people who are in it, and the truth is just that most of the people in the Republican Party, most of the people who actually identify as uh, red or as Republican or conservative, you know, or, or any kind of a similar ideology along that vein, you know, uh, even like libertarians, like true libertarians, uh, they, they don't fall into that, that category. They, they're not that, you know, they don't, and they don't want that. So. No. And I think what you have to do is I think most of them are just sick of, of, uh, what they would, they will, they would say we're sick of liberals, but like, they're just sick of Democrats and people on the left, you know, really is more than anything. What do you, what do you mean? I mean, okay. So like, so like you say like, um, you know, you kind of, there's like this disturbing idea that like the, the future of the Republican party is, is this sort of, uh, really radical sort of, uh, I don't know how you would describe it. Trumpist sort of yeah, a yeah. future. Um, and, and right. And, but I don't think that that's true basically. So, so gotcha. I think that what's really true of most people who are on the right, whether it's moderate right, uh, middle right, far right, wh- wherever, just on the right, you know, is that they just don't like the left, you know, um, gotcha. the, okay. they they either see the hypocrisy of the left, they hate the left because of, you know, they, they, they okay, so like the Cara Dune thing from Star Wars, her mm-hmm. being fired, did you hear about that, mm-hmm. the actress that got fired? Yeah, so that's like one good example, I think, of this kind of... extremization you know this kind of we're like turning people into you know we're pushing them to the extremes basically through this kind of ridiculous behavior Mm -hmm. and because the media is primarily controlled by progressive uh sort of more liberal leftists um i think it's seemingly progressive i don't know how much the executives actually give a shit i honestly think that well that's just it just seems like that's what you see no it is but what i think it is though is here's what i think it don't get me wrong i'm not saying that there isn't a liberal bias in hollywood and media there absolutely is i'm not saying that there isn't i'm saying when it comes to these talk exec talk top executives though i don't think they actually care about I don't think they're actually liberal. Whether they are or not, I don't think it matters. Right. I think the reason they that just they, they just care about what makes money. Right? Exactly. I think the reason yeah. that they make these decisions isn't because they care necessarily about the specific issue. I think they make these decisions because they're afraid that if they don't, it's going to affect their money. 
I think that's yeah. why they do it, to be honest. I don't think it has anything to do with, oh, I'm going to push my liberal ideology, even though it does come off as a way, and it kind of does push a certain ideology. Um, however, It's more about making money. Right. I think it's about making money more than it is about, um, what's it called? Pushing an agenda. No, There's I definitely think a bit of both right. in there. Yeah. No, I think you're you're definitely right along along uh, that vein for sure. Um, I think they're just neg- one thing that they're definitely neglecting is like half of everybody. <laughs> right. You know, with that, so it's like, yeah, you uh, you think it's going to affect your bottom line, but like, what about most of the people who live in the country that disagree with what you're selling them? You know. Right you're losing their money <laughs> right. and so but they still have to go somewhere and and so like with the with the um canning the car dune character and I, for, I forget the name of the actress but um you know i read the the post that got her fired and i read multiple articles and different reports talking about the things leading up to her being fired and kind of the, the con- different controversies she'd stirred up before mm-hmm. and in my opinion she didn't say anything wrong, A, and B, she never really said anything. Okay, she just did say things that are controversial, but they're just her her views, and she never really said anything to hurt anybody. I think the dumb thing that, that what I think the thing people got. People are calling her like anti-Semitic. What she said okay, was the so, opposite of anti-Semitic. So she compared being a Republican in America today to being a Jew in the Holocaust. She didn't. She didn't. Yeah, see, that's that's what everyone's saying. But I read the post, and that's not what she said. So what did she say? See, this is what I'm talking about because, I, and I read this a few days ago. So I read the post, and um, I can read it to you. I took a screenshot actually. <laughs> yeah. I came with the facts, and um, and people are trying to paint her as like far right now. And and this is what I was trying to say a minute ago. Actually, is that when you try to shut people out, they still have to go somewhere. You know, when you exclude people, they have to go somewhere. Yeah. And they're going to go to the only people that accept them. And if that's the far right, then they're going to go to the far right. because You've now created that. Yeah, exactly. Because those are the only people who will listen to them because you have shut them out. You know? Yeah. But this is what she said verbatim on her page. Uh, she said, like, I'm going to quote, Jews were beaten in the streets, not by Nazi sh- soldiers, but by their neighbors, even by children. Because history is edited, most people today don't realize that to get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government first made their own neighbors hate them simply for being Jews. This is completely true and historically accurate. Then she said, how is that any different from hating someone for their political views? I get what she's saying there. I think she didn't make it completely clear, but I understand exactly what she's saying, right? She's saying that the way that they made each the uh, people hate the Jews. The Nazis made people hate the Jews, hate their own neighbors for being Jews is the way that we are turning to each other and hating each other today just for holding po- different political beliefs and different political ideologies. How we today turn to our neighbors who are Republican or who are liberal or whatever, and we hate them or we hate what they believe and we turn against them. It's, it's the same thing thing that's what she's saying and i think that that's actually a good comparison i think that's actually true to a degree you know because we do see that we see that on social media and it bleeds out into real life you know this hate of for for the other you know for people who believe things that are different than us and so she's calling that out and 
I mean, I just didn't see anything wrong with that. I, th- I thought like it to some people, you know, the Holocaust especially can be like a very sensitive issue. You know, it could be something very, very sensitive that happened in history. Mm-hmm. And that's because it was horrible. Mm-hmm. But I think unlike the the Germans, for some reason, we seem to not want to learn from it. You know, mm-hmm. another here in a, in the United States, and you know, go because you'll when she posts something like that, you'll have people who scream like anti-Semitic, and you know she's shaming people for their beliefs, and and it's like that's that's not what she said. Actually, she actually said the opposite of that. She was actually calling that out. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like the the parallel, that's fine. You know, if if you think it was a bad example, okay, that's one thing. But to to actually say that she was doing the opposite of what she actually was doing. That's just lying, right. you know? So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But yeah, see, yeah. this So this is a problem I see. And, um, and um, it, it's, yeah. So, like, I mean, like, even, even you thought, you know, mm-hmm. that, like, it was one way, but that's not what she said, you know? Yeah, again, okay, so. Okay, after actually hearing what she said, I mean... Uh, two sides to every coin. I I think that it's a bit of an exaggerated example. However, I think that she's making. I I get her point. Yeah, I get her point. I think it's a fair point. I also get why some people. Okay, what I don't get is how you draw the conclusion that she's comparing being a Republican to being a Jew in the Holocaust. Well, I mean, no, I can see how you do that, but like. You're, you're kind of reaching. That seems like a stretch. Um, yeah. Because she says, oh, like, you know, before the Nazis did this, it was the people that turned on them. Each other. Yeah. On each other. And she's saying yeah. that's what's happening here. And you can kind of see if you know someone's political ideology. Again, this is reaching. You, to, We know that she leans to the right. To what degree? I have no idea. I don't really care. So you can see, oh, okay, she's talking about, oh, this is what's happening to Republicans. However, honestly, that whole thing happens to everyone, and that's probably what she was saying. I don't know. I'm not her. I'm not going to say what she was thinking. I don't know. I don't really care, to be honest. But it seems, I get what you're saying. And again, I think that goes back to the problem with, okay, that's one of the dangers of social media, right? Oh, yeah. All I had seen was these headlines everywhere i didn't know what the hell i went okay and i I, and i would read them and that's interesting now that i come to think of it i don't think i read a single article where they actually showed that the actual tweet that or whatever it was that she said um it was just in their i mean it's in their interest not to to keep everyone you know angry and so they'll tell their interpretation of what she said but if they don't actually show you what she said I mean, they don't really, you know, they can say whatever they want. I don't think there's a problem with people giving their interpretation of what she said, but I think that they should have showed the actual quote and said, okay, now because she said this, we think that if you're going to make an accusation like that, okay, if you're going to make an argument, you need to be able to back it up. If you cannot back it up, you should not be making the argument. Saying, oh, she compared being a Republican to being a Jew in the Holocaust. Okay, how? Give me an example. You just keep repeating the same thing over and over. Well, she compared it. Okay, what did she say? Right? And, and, and 
in the articles I read, look, maybe there are articles where they do say that. I don't know. The ones I read, at least, didn't see it. And, you know, and that's a problem, right? I think if you're going to make a point like that, especially like that, that's a bold point to make that someone's comparing being a Republican to being a Jew in the Holocaust. Because yeah, if you that's need to actually be able to back that up, because don't get me wrong, that's if, actually if that was her actual. Crazy. If she was actually saying yeah. that, then like I'd be like, eh, like I, that that was stupid, and I could see yeah. why you would call that anti-Semitic. Like that's just dumb. Yeah, like, and I, I would understand like why you would fire someone too from from your company for that. You know, right? If that's what she had actually said. However, it doesn't seem to be that way. And it doesn't seem like Disney really cared either. And so I'm using her as an example, obviously, but this is just one example to highlight uh, a bigger issue. Sure. And the issue ultimately is it's kind of, I mean, there are a lot of issues really. I mean, part of it is like this tribalism, you yeah. know, and, um, and then part of it is just the, um, the, you know, creating, t- pushing people to the extremes, basically, mm-hmm. because, you know, you don't like what they said or whatever. So you try to silence them. Mm-hmm. And and to think that, you know, someone could say something you don't like, and then that will lose them their their job. Mm-hmm. You know, that's their, their livelihood. That's how they make money. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, if you start messing with people's money, you've royally screwed up. I mean, you really have, yeah. you know, <laughs> because... um. You know, you can do a lot of things to people and they'll take it. But when you start messing with people's money, mm, that's not going to fly. So now she has to do what she has to do. So she's turned to um, and apparently figures like Ben Shapiro to go on and do her own independent movies and whatnot because she needs to make money. Mm-hmm. And because those people will listen to her and they agree with her viewpoints, you know, she may be a very moderate person, but now what's going to happen is she's going to be associated with these far right figures or whatever. And she's going to, exactly. You know, and so now now she's going to be like, it's it's just more fuel for the other side to say, look, see, she's this monster. But and all really... that's gonna happen again, and, and we've talked about this before. All you're gonna you you create the monster. You do that on purpose. Not maybe not on yeah. purpose, but you you create that. When you push mm-hmm. people towards the fringes, what do you think happens? If you say we're gonna deplatform you, right? That's a whole thing. We're gonna deplatform yeah. you. You don't you can't have a platform to share your opinions. And here's what you do, okay? You push these people to the dark corners of the internet, where they're now really in an echo chamber. And they're not only in an echo chamber with people who agree with their moderate or even conservative views. No, 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 no. You've now pushed them into an echo chamber with people who legit have scary views. Be yeah. it on the far left or the far it, right. It, it doesn't extremes. matter. Yeah, because you've you've lit, you've made them angry now. Right. And, and you've yeah. pushed them there. You've given them nowhere else to go. So now they're stuck going there. Right? Exactly. Yeah. And that's the that's... danger of online radicalization. That happens all the time. You push people. Oh, yeah. You push people away from mainstream means of communication, Twitter, Reddit, Facebook. Yeah. They're, and you push them away from reasonable views too. And right. You push them away from reasonable views and then you 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 send them into this place of irrationality and just crazy whack out their beliefs. And mm-hmm. again, you saw this it would happen with not all of 4chan, I know, but certain uh forms of 4chan it was like okay that's a little out there um it's the only example i can think of right now i know but there's other websites right it's the same thing you see the same thing and here's again when it's with social media you see an echo chamber and the problem is if you don't fit within that echo chamber you get kicked off look at twitter 
It's more liberal, progressive, left-leaning, generally speaking. And if you don't fit within that echo chamber of beliefs, well, then you don't belong on that platform, right? You'll you got to go somewhere else now, even yeah. though that's one of the biggest means of communication in the world, right? Yeah, that's crazy to think. Is it really? Think about it. It's one of the largest social media apps. It's the way I can communicate in theory with someone on the other side of the planet by sending tweet and then they see it. That's it. That's all you have that's to do. That's true. And normal normal people's tweets go viral all the time. Just like all the time. Ordinary people. Yeah. That's no, that's true. Yeah. Right. And so I don't know. It's 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 a dangerous thing when you look at someone's ideology, regardless of what it is, and you go your opinions don't deserve to be heard. Now, don't get me wrong. If someone's legitimately shouting racist, anti-Semitic, whatever, like legit stuff, I get why you would go, eh, maybe we don't want that. Even then, I'd go, okay, as dumb as I think those views are, if you could tolerate it for a set, listen to it, and then go, okay. And then maybe explain to this person, considering how rational or irrational they are, they're going to listen or not. Yeah. Here's what I think happens, right? I think once you get way out on the fringes, it's really hard to pull people back. Although I don't think it's impossible because people do it all the time. Look at a Daryl Davis. He's a black man that has pulled out. I don't even know how many people out of the KKK. Okay. He did that. No, don't get me wrong. I don't think everyone can do that because I think that's a really hard thing to do. And I don't know that everybody has the patience the compassion and the empathy to do that i don't yeah, i just don't really, think everyone has the just, ability you to have do that. to get, I think that's fine you have to get to know those people like you have to get close to them you know right yeah. which i think can be hard and i'm not going to say that every like everyone's obligated to do that that's not what i'm saying however i think there's a point where you can kind of pull people back before they get there you know what i mean before Stop someone ends up yeah. on the fringes of the right or the left it doesn't matter there's a point where you can go, okay, before they just jump in the water head first, it's like, okay, well, why don't we, I know you're, you're about to jump, but how about we just talk a little bit, right? Yeah. I think that that's something almost everyone can do. Yeah. Right. I, I think know. once people get out on the fringes, I think it's a harder conversation to have that I don't think everyone's equipped for. However, I think yeah. before people get there, I think that having those conversations is necessary because that's how you really prevent people from ending up with extreme views on either side of the spectrum is mm-hmm. by before they end up head first in the deep end, you go, okay, well, why don't we talk about this for a second? Explain to me why you're starting to think these way, this way and believe yeah. these things. And let's have a, let's have a conversation. Right. But we I don't like the, to do that. We no. like to shout and get angry and go, well, no, and you say, don't agree with me and you don't I, deserve I, a platform. What I believe is right and you should believe this. <laughs> exactly. And it's yeah. like, that's, you're literally creating what you think you're stopping. This is the other thing too, with um, just silencing people in general. I was listening to um, to an interview with some guy from the ACLU the other day. And um, I don't really know that much about the ACLU, but this guy in particular was, he's kind of, I guess, famous for like advocating for free speech rights and things like that. Yeah, yeah. And he said something interesting about how 
basically when you uh when you silence people they don't go anywhere exactly just because you've silenced them like they, they're still like there you just can't hear them now which mm -hmm. is actually more dangerous because now you don't actually know what they're saying anymore because you've shut them up you know exactly so at least when it's all out in the open at least you know what they're saying and you can combat that but if you it's like if you don't you know you it's like um if someone's like actually saying something horrible mm -hmm. and you just like silence them mm -hmm. um and then you don't know what they're saying anymore this is like you know if, if as if your enemy you know as if you just tried to like ignore your enemy mm -hmm. it's like you can't you just doing? do that. Like, it's like as if someone was like, I'm not saying this is necessarily what it's like, but if someone was like trying to invade your country, maybe like with ideas, you know, mm -hmm. and you just like ignore them, right, like, like they, they didn't stop trying to invade your country. Like they're still coming in, like they're still <laughs> going to try and like invade your, you know, so it's like you can't just like ignore them. Like You've you actually. made it easier for these ideas to flourish. Yeah. Because it's like. Sorry, go ahead. Well, because it's like now. I mean, now they also can say, like, look, see, they want to shut me up, you know, and then, like, they can use that to maybe, like, try and rally more followers or, or to try and, you know, like with, um, again, I, again I'm going to go back to the, the, the example of what happened with that actress in Disney, you know, the, uh, who was playing Cara Dune in Star Wars, like, they shut her out, basically. They fired her, they took away her job, and they, um, they basically, like, disgraced her for saying you know, her opinion and for saying, mm -hmm. you know, one, I guess it was that one thing in particular that kind of broke the, the, the camel's back or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, so a, now she has to go somewhere and B, they kind of proved her point, you know, because she was saying like, Hey, like they're turning us against each other. And then a whole mob comes and like asks for her to be fired mm -hmm. for saying that basically. Mm -hmm. And so now she can just go like, look, see what I tell you, <laughs> you know, That's basically. Now you've just basically proven that she's right is all you've done. Right. You know, now, cause now she can always just use this example and say like, look at all these people, look at what they did. And also she can blame all of them now too, for every, all this stuff that's happened. So. Yeah, no, you're right. You know, yeah. The point you made about, um, that with the guy in the ACL, you said about, um, you know, as bad as some of these ideas and things that people say might be, it's better that we at least hear them and know about them because then you can combat it, like you said, right? And that's yeah. interesting because that's an idea that there was a guy in my political science class when I was at community college. And he brought that point up. He was a really smart guy. And it was funny because obviously we live in California it's typically more left-leaning. Um, and even that class, I'd say there was more people that happened to lean towards the left. But what I thought was, in, and, and it gave me a little bit of hope that people can at least have civil discussion, but it comes, you actually have to have the discussion. There was people that disagreed with that point, but they didn't get angry. <laughs> they didn't think, oh, you're a shitty person for making this point. You're, and and even some of them even went, oh, that's actually a good point. I actually kind of agree with you now. And it's just by listening and understanding each other and having conversations. And I think that goes back to the whole thing. When you just say, no, I'm going to ignore you. And then basically, like you said, let the invader. <laughs> they're not it's going anywhere. 
Yeah. These people, you're just going to, like, and like the point I made earlier, all you're doing is pushing them into an echo chamber of extreme ideas. That's all you're doing. Pretty much. Because these people still exist. You could go from saying something completely reasonable and, and, you know, if if people won't listen to you, uh, then, you know, like, you've got to go to someone who will listen to you. And, you know, if, you know, people who are on the right won't listen to you talk about, uh, the benefits of universal basic income, mm-hmm. then you're going to have to go to people on the left if you want to talk about that, you know? Mm-hmm. And you might end up talking to the wrong people. I think you almost always end up talking to the wrong people. Or, you know, and a lot of times those people aren't necessarily bad people either. It's, they're just the same people. Who, they fell into the same trap, you know, of um, having, you know, good intentions, uh, reasonable ideas, you know, um, and they just want to do good and they are just led astray. And like, before you know it, they're like far left and they're like, we should have no borders and no police and the country should be like, the people should be free and the people should have the power and all this stuff. And, you know, you got to go like, wait, 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 (laughs) hold on, (laughs) like pump the brakes for a second, buddy. Let's really like break these ideas down, you know? Like, what are you Um, saying? Huh? No, 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 no I, I'm not. I'm not. That's a rhetorical question. I'm not. I get what you're saying. But oh like, yeah, yeah. That's like what. Like okay. Like what are you? What are you actually saying? Like what do you actually believe? Like let's break right. this down. Why don't, let's let's examine yeah. what this actually means. And let's look at what you actually want to, because it's like a lot of times, a something sounds like a good idea until it isn't a good idea, and <laughs> you know, a lot of times I think what people actually want a lot, maybe we don't need to do such extreme things to achieve those those desires you know mm-hmm. like if you want a more fair society you don't necessarily need a communist society you know well i think what oh my god okay this is okay you're right i agree and the something you just see, an but, idea <laughs> no no but yeah so the whole notion and belief that the far right, oh, we know it's bad. It's They push inequality, they push the racism, they push whatever it is. Okay, that's a widely accepted view. But then why don't we examine the far left enough? Okay. Oh, because they're equality. That's that's what these things mean, right? And it's like, okay, you clearly do not understand political systems. You do not understand political ideology. You do not understand political theory. You just don't get it. Mm-hmm. And there's a, a danger, I think, with that ideology because my personal... No, wait, hold belief- that thought for one second. There's like a noise I got to go turn off. Just give me like two seconds. Okay, here's what you got to do. Cool. I'm just going to edit this out. Okay, I'm sorry. Go on. You're good. Um, anyways. Look, okay, personally, honestly, I think that the far left and the far right, they're not that different from each other. You know what I mean? They, when you actually look at the things that they call for and the, the types of powers that the government then has, they're not too different. There, there's differences, obviously. Yeah. Fascism isn't exactly like communism. 
And yet when you break it down, you can see, oh, wait, why don't we look at what's happened? Political prisoners, censoring of media, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You just keep going down the list. This is what happens. They're tactically the same. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Ideologically, no. They actually are completely opposites. However, the, the things that they do are the exact same. Yeah. And I don't, I think we need to be more critical of people on the far left and the far left, I should say, in general. There's this the idea, ideology of, of the far left because it's like, do you realize that these ideas that you're calling for, the implications of them are the same exact things that, as yeah, fascism. That are, it's, it's the same thing. This is the far right, yeah. It's, it's no different. And look at it historically at, the, at these countries, right? Okay, so let's look at Germany. Obviously, we know what happened during Nazi Germany. Yeah. Okay. Well, why don't you look at the Soviet Union during that time? Twice as many people were killed as political prisoners. And guess what? That was a communist society. Yeah, they they were like the other side. It was the the other side. And yet, it's like, well... And not to mention all the people that starved. I mean... Exactly. You know, this is... um, this is the thing with like, uh, you know, censoring speech, um, and then, you know, taking, and then saying like, oh, you know, uh, well, really the problem with censoring speech is like, who's going to be the arbiter of speech? You know, <laughs> it's like, right. who's who gets going to determine to, what's right and what's yeah, wrong? And because, right. And then this is another thing actually that, that, that guy from the ACLU is talking about. He was like, the people who want things censored, like they're never going to be the people who actually do the censoring you know it's going to be like the government there's going to be someone who's appointed someone's going to be given the power to say what it is and isn't okay to say so when you have like a communist country we take that a step further it's not just what you can and can't say anymore now it's what you can and can't buy what you can and cannot do you know and now someone's determining who gets what how much of it and when you know do you want that? Does any society want that? Because I, I, I think that that seems horrible. Uh, I, mean, I agree. Because how often is that actually going to be, you know, what you deserve, right? Or or what is actually fair, you know? I mean, it's, it's never going to be that, ever. No. And, and I think that there are some compelling arguments that that you know people on the far left people who advocate for you know communism or before communism socialism right which in marxist theory socialism is just a transitionary period to communism okay that's true um that is true there are a lot of different um definitions for things like socialism though i know you know something though that i do think is important to point out um while yes uh so I've I've actually read the Communist Manifesto. I had to do in my uh, political theory class. That's good. Um, and it was interesting. Um, and to to my understanding, like you said, he he does call for socialism is basically the transitioning phase between capitalism and communism because in socialism, you st- money is still a thing, right? Whereas mm-hmm. in communism, that is the absence of all money. It, you don't need it at all. Um, whereas in socialism, generally speaking, I know there's different levels of it, but the general idea is that income and wealth is distributed evenly 
And then communism goes a step further and goes, right, well, money's not even a thing. It, we don't need it. And right. if you look at it in, in societies that have communism, they're technically not, no communist society, no communist society in a um, modern industrialized nation has existed. It's all been socialism. And uh, just something that I think is interesting. Most of them have moved towards a free market to an extent. Not all of them, but China is a good example. When the People's Republic of China was first founded, it was a socialist nation. It absolutely, mm -hmm. there's no denying that. It was socialist. <clears throat> you cannot tell me today that it is. In terms of economic policies, mm -hmm. it, it is to an extent. The government still has a hand in everything. No, here's what it is. So they have moved more towards a free market and free trade, I should say, is really what they've more opened up to. Mm -hmm. However, because you initially gave the government all those powers at the beginning to determine who gets this much money and who gets this, well, now, exactly like you said, well, now they get to determine what you can't say, what you can and can't say, what you can and can't look up on the internet, okay, yeah. what is allowed, what isn't. They are in the in the pockets of all businesses. There, there is no such thing as an independent business. From the the government has somewhat of a hand in all businesses there, in all corporate businesses there, especially right. And, and that's one of the things that we get scared about here, like Huawei, for example. That's a um, it's a Chinese cell phone company, and we always get mm -hmm. concerned about that because it's like, well, we know that the government has a hand in that, right? And I know like congressmen and women, and I think senators, they're not allowed to use Huawei phones. No, not and at we, all. We banned it. Like, they're not allowed to use it um, mm -hmm. because we don't know because the, the, the government has a hand in that. Yep. But um, going back to what I was saying, when you give these people this power at the beginning to do this seemingly noble cause, we're going to raise up the poor, we're going to redistribute all income and create a truly equal utopian society. It's like, that's not what you do. You don't raise everybody to an equal level of wealth. You bring everybody down to an equal level of poor. On top of that, what you do is now, even if you start to move away from that and then you create more opportunities for people to create wealth, which is what's happened in China. There are billionaires in China. That, that's true, right? Mm -hmm. However, what is still the same? The control over basically all your other freedoms, which, like I said, what you can say, what you can't say, what you can look up, what yeah. you can't look up and all those types of things. What information is allowed to get out and things like that. It's really easy for China, to an extent, to control um, the narrative of what happens within their country. Because guess what? They control all the media within their country. And so actually learning about what's going on there is much more difficult um, than it is to say learn about what's going on here to an extent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so there's... Again, when you look at left-wing ideology, I think it's like you got to recognize that this is technically what you're calling for. His, I just look at every country that has done this and what they yeah. have moved when they have gone far left. This is what has happened. Okay, yeah. Cuba is another good example, and this is one that people on the left like look at today and go, "Oh, look at how great Cuba is." Okay, my question is this: Is the cost worth the benefit? Cost-benefit analysis. Fidel Castro yeah. was responsible for killing. God knows how many men, women, and children. Children. They killed kids because guess what? 
they were they happen to be born into a certain family. How is that okay? And then flip it. If you start to, isn't that discrimination? Right. Yeah. yeah. You're gonna kill a child, a child for for what? Because mm-hmm. they happen to be born into a family where they politically are opposed to you. And mind you, they didn't just kill people that had money and took their shit. They killed people that disagreed with them. They took all privatized land and went, great, well, now it'll be distributed evenly, but now let's look at their country today. Like I said, they're not an equal level of rich. Wealthy, yeah. It's not... No, don't get me wrong. You can't... Like, there's certain aspects there that do work for them, right? They I mean, all well, have the main, the main argument that you'll, that you'll hear from people who are far left is just that, like, it hasn't been done right. And I, I don't buy that. And I've, I don't think I've, I've really heard a good defense for that whole, yeah. it's, it hasn't been done right. And it's like, if it hasn't been done right, A, why hasn't it been done right? And, and like B, tried. how exactly were, are you planning to do it right? Like, how is it that you're planning to avoid everything that happens when you go and try and turn, uh, you know, something like like to imagine that you could turn a, a country like america the united states into a communist nation it'll never happen how are you going to do that without like killing millions of people <laughs> like well i mean you know? that's the thing i think there was one time where i did wonder you know and maybe this was me just trying to be a little hopeful but i was like i wonder if these people actually understand the cost of what they want and they do i, I think they do and I think that that's a scary thing. Um, it's like you, you realize you're calling for the deaths of thousands upon thousands in, in, in a country this size, millions of people. You realize that, right? You're, that's what you're, you're not calling only, for. You're just calling for the deaths of you because, you know, you have to. Otherwise, it doesn't work. You have to call for the deaths of people who don't agree with you and the, people who want the old system, you know, and anyone who opposes you, basically, they, they all have to go. And then listen know? to this again. How is that different than what the Soviet Union did with their political prisoners, what Hitler did, what China is doing right now. Yeah. How is that what India is doing to an extent? They're not locking people up, but... Well, they are, but not to the same level. How is how is this any different? You're the same thing that you claim to hate because your tactics and methods and the things that you actually do are no different. Yeah, well, this is the thing that kind of pisses me off about, um, like, colleges a lot, you know, because I remember, you know, like, talking to um, to people and to faculty on my college, right, because you'll hear all this talk of, like, diversity and inclusion and, you know, s- supporting students and different people and beliefs and whatnot, but it's only as long as they're the ones that we like, basically, is what it is. It's like, we'll support the diversity that we want to see we'll we'll support the people that we want to hear and that that we think should be supported we'll support the people who and and diversity of beliefs that we like basically and we'll include the people that we want to include Mm -hmm. what they don't tell you is that we're actually going to exclude everyone else Mm. um and you know that you know basically anyone who who has a belief that we don't like we're going to exclude that they're not going to be part of our diversity basically Mm -hmm. And when they say that, you know, they want, you know, equality for everyone, they really just mean equality for people that they want equality for. Well, it's not equality, it's equity, and there's a difference. 
Yeah, well, I, I actually don't really think either of those things are good things anymore. <laughs> you said what? I said, I don't think either of those things are good things anymore. I was always like, no, quality is ridiculous because nothing's equal. People aren't equal. Like, I am not equal to you. Right. We're different, you know? We're like, different. There's no, yeah, there's no equality. It's like, what do you mean equality, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, everyone isn't the same amount of smart. Everyone doesn't put in the same amount of effort. I Everyone's mean, not born into the same family with the same skills, with the same knowledge of things. So, it's like right. nothing well, is equal. I mean, okay, I think you know? the whole thing, though, when you're talking about, like, okay, I think you're right when you come, when it comes to that. Yeah, I think you're right. Like, no shit. Everyone isn't technically equal, right? Yeah. Be, like, there's certain things that I'm going to be better at than you. There's certain things that you're going to be better at than me. There's certain things that you can do that I can't. And, it, and that goes to everybody else, too, right? Yeah. I, although I think though, when people talk about equality in terms of politics, they're talking about like rights. I don't think they're talking yeah, like about every, like sure. Like, like everyone, everyone gets to, to be seen the same with the same amount of dignity. Which basically. I think that that should be the. That's the standard. Right. That should just be. I, the, I just yeah. think that that's like that's how it should be. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I, I get what you're saying though. I just felt the need to clarify that because i know for a fact that no that little soundbite sure. you know just yeah dude quality <laughs> stupid and it's like okay hold on let's what do well, you not mean obviously yeah. i know what well, you mean i, I know even, what you mean even in terms of you know ensuring uh, you know that everyone is seen with equal dignity i guess it's a nice idea that'll never happen though either because you know say someone has you know if someone's a uh, like a racist or something like are we going to see them with the same amount of dignity are we are they going to be guaranteed the same rights as as everyone else it's like i don't think so no they're not you know so still this idea of equality it just it just doesn't you know because you're going to have people that you know even if they're saying terrible things it's like should that equality still apply to them mm. you're going to i think most people would be like well they're saying terrible things so like we obviously not you know mm. So in that case, you would actually, I think, I'd be surprised if people didn't agree that equality would actually be a bad thing. Because, you know, say um, you have like, I mean, again, it's like a matter of like, how do you define like what's wrong and right and who's bad and who's not. But, you know, for certain things, it's like, you know, you gotta, you gotta make a call, basically. It's like, are you going to treat someone that you hate with the same dignity that is someone that you love? And if I you're th- not going to do that, then there's not going to be any equality right. basically. No, and I'm not saying point. that we shouldn't. I I think that we should, you know, ins- you know, I think everyone should have their, their dignity insured that they sh- that should have their rights insured, mm-hmm. even if they're horrible. And it's for that reason. It's because it, bless you. (laughs) Um, But it's because if you don't ensure those people's rights and dignity, then what guarantee does anyone else have, you know? Uh, Well, and and if you're not guaranteeing that for them, who's to guarantee that for you? Exactly. And and what happens when the tide turns? Because the tide always turns. That was a point I was going to make earlier is when, when we talk about speech, you know, and narratives and whatever it's like okay when we say you can say this and you can't say this and right now and whoever is in power whoever seems to have the power be it people on the left or the right guess what one day it's gonna flip and do you want that side censoring you 
I don't think yeah. you do. So then maybe you should stop trying to do this to them. Because yeah. I guarantee you what's going to happen. Because that's the thing. Power dynamic, they shift. That's just, that's what happens. Things Always. change. Mm-hmm. Things are going to change. And when other people have power, are you going to want them to do that to you? Now, to be fair, I, I think a fair point to make. You can see this. Throughout the 20th century and before that, it was conservatives and people on the right that had control over speech and things like that. The FCC, you can say this, you can't say this. We would allow for this. We wouldn't allow for this. These ideas are okay. These ideas are not okay. Dude, that's why you can't curse on the radio. I know. That's crazy, right? I know. And, and, but that's true though. Like the, at that point in time, basically that whole century, especially as media started to develop, it was the right that had control over those things. That's just true. And so now you see the shift and it's like, so to be fair, while I'm saying that people on the left shouldn't do that to people on the right because they can do it back to you, to be fair, the right did that to the left and now, now I'm not justifying it. I don't think that's a justification. However, you can see that- they're it just, just highlights the, the importance of the solution, which is just that, like, we should not be doing that. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I wholeheartedly agree. However, you can see that that's what's happening and that that's what's happened. Whether people realize that consciously or not, that is what happened. Because in the 20th century, that, and, and you can go before them, but let's just say 20th century because it's easier. Like, that's just true. The, the right is the one that had... Uh, control over media and things like that like today Mm -hmm. okay i'll give you an example so today if you hold any ideas that are remotely conservative they'll call you a fascist okay well in this uh 60s 70s um what happened oh in the 80s when was the vietnam war because that's talking about mccarthyism um you're talking about that so huh or before are you talking about before no no so so here let me just here, I'll just give an example. Okay. So today, right? If you say anything remotely conservative, right-wing, whatever, oh, you're a fascist, even though it's like, okay, well, technically they're not, but okay. Well, if you had any idea that was remotely liberal, if you had any idea that was against the Vietnam War, you're a commie. And yeah. we're going to censor your opinions and you're not allowed to share these opinions. And people were actually jailed for being communists. That actually oh, happened. I heard about, yeah, no, I heard about this, like, not that long ago. And, yeah, that was McCarthyism. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and so, it's, like, both there sides was kids do it. And I think who, that like, that's who, there were kids who wore black armbands. They didn't say anything or do anything. They just wore black armbands yeah. to, to show support uh, against the, com- or against the Vietnam War, against the Communist War, <laughs> against the Vietnam War. And, um... And they were like suspended from school. Like they were, they were taken mm-hmm. out of school just, just for like literally doing nothing. They're just wearing like black armbands. That was it. Right. You know? And I, I think it's like, I think that that's something because don't give me, because we've talked a lot about it on this podcast, basically the left going, nope, you're not allowed to say this. But I, and I, I think that that's something that Republic people on the right and conservatives will, will kind of overplay now. And it's like, don't get me wrong. It does happen. That is a problem. However, you're the one that did this for a century. At least. Yeah, I think it, it's kind of like tip for tap, you know, even though you kind of have to zoom out to, to see it, mm-hmm. but it is like tip for tap. It's like, you know, the pendulum swings one way and then it goes the other way. It's like, um, I'm not saying that is, makes it right, right? But no, but I it's saying an explanation. 
I mean, it, yeah, it's it's like you can clearly see why this happens. Yeah. And again, and it's I like mean, if you hadn't yeah. done this, basically what we're saying, oh, you know, if you, you shouldn't keep pushing people into these echo chambers, you shouldn't. It's it's a bad thing to censor ideology. And it's like censor because ideas when those power dynamics yeah. shift, guess what's going to happen to you? Okay, we'll look at what happened with who, who. Maybe they shift because of that, you know. Because I think so. I mean, maybe side, I don't know. you know, it's like one side pokes the other one too much, and the other are like, "Okay, we've had it. We're done. You know, no more of this." And then they come back and they're like angry, you know. And then the other side gets even more pissed, and so then they're gonna come back, and you know, maybe this time around it's civil war, like actual violence in the streets or something, you know. Mm-hmm. Because you can't just keep pushing each other. You know, like, it's like when a fight starts and, like, two people get in each other's face and they start pushing each other. It's like, as as things escalate, you know, that turns into, like, a whole brawl, Mm -hmm. you know. And then maybe, like, other people jump in and then, you know, it's like World War III or something, you know. (laughs) It's like, seriously, it's like, you know. um, I mean, I, I could just imagine how many countries would just, like, get their jollies to see the United States um start fighting itself and you have like these two sides in the u.s just like butting heads and then they just like it's like civil war like well the russians already tried to do that and we know everyone's everyone's gonna want a piece of that you know (laughs) everyone's gonna be like dude oh it's happening look at the united states look what's happening in the u.s like everyone's gonna want a piece of that for sure you know and um we're not we're not ready for it like at all you know and um and anyone who who wants a civil war it's like you're you're not ready for it either it's, i don't you know? think that a lot of people this is something that um that i've seen people that have actually been like like soldiers say like in interviews and stuff they're yeah. like people here do not understand the reality of violence and war people do not yeah. understand it and i'm thankful for that i'm thankful that i don't have to understand it and that might change huh I said that might change. Yeah, but I, I don't think it'll get to that. But you never know. But I, hopefully not. But, but uh, yeah, I, you you never know. But what I think is this: is that a lot of the times when these people call for violence, right? Let's use the left for example. When these people are calling for this, it's like I don't think you understand the reality of what you're, you. So here's I do think that they understand the cost of what they're asking for, but I don't think they understand the reality of that cost. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? I think they understand that it means a lot of people got to go, right? A lot of people are going to die. But that's different than actually seeing people rounded up and executed. And don't get me wrong. I do think some of them would be okay with that. Sure. But for most people, that's going to be very traumatizing though. And it's it just people don't understand the reality of things like that. And it's like you, we're, we're talking guilt and PTSD for the rest of your life. And uh, how many people who have PTSD like kill themselves? I don't know. You know, I, I, I imagine there's a good it's a good amount, you know, I mean, it's sad. I mean, look at what happens with veterans. There's, there was I think it was not last year. It might have been last year. No, I think it was the year before. Dude, if you and listen to week, um. If you listen to the, and there are plenty of interviews with veterans, a, a lot of them will say that you know it's not the war that's the problem. It's the seeing your friends dead that part. That's the problem, you know. <laughs> you know, seeing bodies that are not supposed to be dead. They're supposed to be living people with their whole lives ahead of them. Well, and a lot of the but time, but they're dead, 
And like, we're not supposed to like, that doesn't work. We're not supposed to see that. And there's times where some people, they'll say like, they did things that they didn't want to do. That were hard to do. You know, I, I hopefully won't have to understand what it's like to take a life. And that's something that these people have to do. And it's like, maybe we should listen to these people when they say, it is not what you think it is. It is not all fun and games. It is not. You do not, When they say you don't understand the reality of it, maybe we should listen. <laughs> Someone who's experienced it and then go, okay. And then maybe reevaluate what you're thinking about. Hmm, yeah, let's call for violence in the streets and let's, let's go yeah, kill those people that don't agree with us. overthrow the government and burn it all down. It's like, it's like, what do you think is going to happen? Like, I want you to really consider what you're, what you're talking about. Really consider it. Also, I don't think anything like that would be successful here because we have the largest military in the world and anything like that would be put down in an instant. So there's also... Well, yeah, but then, I I mean, that that wouldn't really stop it, though. I mean, if you think about it, like, like if there was some kind of uprising, uh, the military would combat it, yes, but uh, I feel like that, that would just give them more fuel. They'd be like, look, see, they're trying to put us down, like, and then there's just more fuel for the fire, and then they just hit harder, you know? Yeah, but I don't know. I think, like, if a legit... I don't think it'll ever happen. I think we're getting in a hypothetical land now, however... I don't I do think, think, yeah, maybe not like that, but, you know... I think if anything like that were to happen... Let's say it started to get that big, somehow, whatever it is, I don't know. I don't think anything like that's gonna happen, but hypothetically speaking, let's say it did. I guarantee you, without a doubt, Maybe with a little doubt, but I'm almost willing to bet that like the UN probably steps in and goes, okay, no, stop. Stop. And they just come in and just stop it. Like kids fighting. <laughs> just, just like, stop. Like, hey. Like your yeah. children. Just shh. Um, I'm concerned because I don't know because I haven't, I'm not a part of these groups or, or mm-hmm. anything, but I know people who who are on the far left, like mm-hmm. all the way left, you know, in their own words, all the way left, mm-hmm. you know, they will, that's how they identify. And they have told me, you know, cause like a few years ago, I didn't think civil war was like going to happen. And cause I was like younger and I was like more optimistic and I was like, you know, that's, that's crazy. Like why would there, there would never be civil war. Right. And I had this, you know, like far left guy say to me, Oh, we're ready for a civil war. You know, he said, like, it's it's going to happen because, it, I mean, the way he said it was, like, scary. He was, like, the people are ready. And yeah. I'm, like, what people do you know, <laughs> you know? And um, I think- and I, it, it wasn't until the, the two other girls that were sitting at the table with us agreed with him that I realized that I was in the minority. And I was, like, the only rational person there. And I was, like, oh, Well, to what? be fair, though, I don't think that <laughs> I, I think here's. I think in that instance, you were the minority in terms of thought there. I, I do yeah. think that that's just a vocal minority, though. Don't get me wrong. I think there's a lot of people that believe things like that. However, I don't think it's to the level that they believe. I mean, he he told me that, like, there are groups. And I was like, what groups? And he was like, I don't think I should tell you yet. <laughs> you know, like, he was like, he didn't trust me. And I was like, are you part of a terrorist organization? <laughs> you know? That's, just, that's another thing. Is It's like... you. you... Oh, I'm just saying, I'm... I, I'm pretty sure there is, I don't know, see, I feel like I would say there's like an underground with the right, but I feel like they're not really underground anymore, you know, like they're above ground, like everyone knows who the KKK is and mm, all this okay. stuff, you know? Yes like, and no. I think there's, there has to be the same thing on the left. I feel like they're just, 
like in hiding because that's what he told me you know they're like he's like no 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 like you don't see them you don't see them but they're there and they're ready to kill you know is what this guy told me basically I mean, yeah but this people not talk, in those I, words, honestly but. i don't know because here's the thing when you look at these people on the far left like what they actually do right let's look at antifa it's just yeah, where is Antifa? I feel like they they they're like underground. Like they always just poke their head out to play, and then they yeah, go back in their little the hole. Yeah, here's the thing, though, is it's like it when you actually look at the things they do in their violence. Don't get me wrong, it is, but it isn't. It, it's like your children fighting. Yeah, this kind of joke. It, it, that's all it is. These are people that are just talking shit. I guarantee you, it's just people. Well, I can't yeah. guarantee that, but like. It's, you're not ready for like a real fight no i don't i really don't think so these people this guy go, oh they're ready to kill that guy's probably never taken a life in his life no he's probably he's, never he seen hasn't. somebody die in his life he's probably never been around that i don't know right i don't yeah. know but what i will i, no, I, I can guarantee you yeah yeah you can what i can guarantee you he hasn't okay then these I mean, the, don't the know dude wears like about. flamingo fluorescent jackets. Like, <laughs> okay, then no, 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 just no, no. You know, you don't know what you're talking about. You yeah. do not understand. You, 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 you no, no. I mean, he's you a great dude. He's like care. one of my. You're, you're he's like one of my favorite people. I mean, right. honestly, well, I'm not saying he really that this is, but... specific person is stupid. But like calling, like saying shit like that, I'm like, but that, no, that's stupid. Like you clearly do not. You don't understand. You don't understand the reality of what you're actually talking about you've never done this you're probably never gonna do it you'd probably be too scared to do it like most people probably would yeah Again, i mean look at when you see violence from these groups look at what happened it's not, not you like, know who's gonna win the side who has guns you know who doesn't have guns the left they don't have guns <laughs> you know that, i mean you're not gonna point. win with the right you're not because all of those people are armed to the teeth even just the moderate people even just moderate people even moderate left people are armed you know so like they're not gonna win like how are you gonna win with like crowbars and mace like i don't think so what do you think's gonna happen this is oh god yeah it's not it's not gonna be good honestly but then then again this is what i'm talking about like with the pendulum swinging so like say something happens right mm -hmm. where the you know the left uh comes out in like a militant way like the extreme left comes out in like militant sure. force there's gonna be a response from the right mm. and from the government of course uh who is probably maybe not actually right but they would definitely be seen as right you know um damn we're starting to think of everything in like left rights so that's not good no. <laughs> um but i mean that that would be how probably things would be seen yeah. um and and i mean the reality is just that like these people all have guns like the military uh, all armed uh, everyone on the right is armed so you know a people are gonna die and and b you're not gonna win you know so stop being a child and yeah please just like come back be rational have a conversation and um you know maybe we should stop denigrating each other <laughs> because like that's not good and that's not gonna, not gonna lead anywhere. to anything good yeah it's not gonna get us anywhere good this is the thing i don't understand it's like people will you know because this is my view is i'm like as long as you're not like actually hurting someone or like calling for people to be physically harmed which happens too much unfortunately especially online because people get bold yeah but um like as long as that's not happening i i don't understand why we can't all just 
like say things you know <laughs> it's like you're not hurting anyone it's like can we just be nice about it please you i know? also i mean okay i get what you're saying however i'm not gonna like if someone says something super racist i'm not gonna expect well that's not nice <laughs> no no i know i know but yeah like because you talked about like you you mentioned physical harm specifically and i'm like okay but there's i get what you're saying and i agree However, I think there's more to it, though, and I, like, I'm not saying that, I'm not going to expect someone who is the victim of a hate crime to be particularly patient or kind to people who have even remotely racist ideas, even if they're not blatantly racist. I'm not going to expect someone who, like I said, is the victim of it to be nice to this person. No, of course you you wouldn't. I don't, you know what I mean? anything other than if you if you meet hate with anything other than love you're just gonna get more hate it, it doesn't matter if it's justified or not that's just what's gonna happen i mean no you're right yeah. you're right but so you know if, if someone throws a you know a racial slur at you and then you cuss them out and get all mad at them what just happened we just created more hate you know, we just made everybody's more mad now and and now that person feels even more justified in calling you a racial slur because they're like yeah look at you you Insert yeah, racial slur, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, you you're exactly what I think you are. You're this monster, you know. And they can continue to pretend that people that look like you are like that because you gave them a perfectly uh, legitimate example of that. So now they can just continue to be what they are. But if you don't give in to them and you you don't give them that, then they can't. There's no justification. Right, that, but for to behavior. be fair, though, I do think that responding in a like getting angry, I, whether or not it's like something you should do or if it's the best thing to do, I'm not saying that. However, I'm also saying that like I get it. I, I think most people would respond that way. I think it'd be hard not to. I think it'd be really difficult not to. You know, but. I mean, I don't know. Just, you have to be like, unless you're like a laugher like me, because I just laugh at everything. Like if someone said something yeah, ridiculous, yeah, I know you laugh me, at everything. I really do. Like I, I mean, I like I've, you. You know this. You know me. I'm like, if someone like actually got like hit me or something. I mean, I might not. My initial reaction would probably not be to laugh if I was even conscious, because who's to say I'm not going to get KO'd? But. Um, I mean, I, I'm definitely gonna laugh about it. <laughs> right. You know, yeah, I um, heard this uh, this one guy, and he's funny. He said, "Um, you can either look at your life as a drama or a comedy. I'm gonna choose to look at mine as a comedy because when shit happens, shit happens. I think it's funny. Yeah. You yeah. know. Honestly, people look hella funny when they get KO'd. Anyways, it's like it doesn't. It's just the idea, you know, after the fact. Cause like again, in the moment, it might be different, but like definitely after the fact, just the idea of me like hitting the floor, just completely <laughs> unconscious. As that would just, I mean, come on, you're like a, <laughs> a ragdoll. <it's> a <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like that. You're gonna tell me that's not funny. I don't even look like a human person anymore. I just, <laughs> you know. Just, yep. It's like. Yeah, that's disturbing, I guess, if you think about, like, head trauma when you hit the floor and all that. But, like, also funny, you know? But, okay. The weirdest feeling... So, I haven't been knocked out 
but I've almost been put to sleep and it's the weirdest feeling. Mm-hmm. It, it feels so weird. Like, I was all dazed and shit afterwards. Like, I it's didn't like, get yeah. straight up put to sleep because, like, I, I, I tapped and I was like, okay, no. Um, like, okay, when I, I, when I wrestle with my, like, my family, like, with my... Like with my yeah. younger cousins who are basically just my younger brother. Like it's it's no 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 no. It's not just like playful brother. No, like we're going we're going it's at real. it. Yeah, we're going it's at real, it. Real, really wrestling. Yes. And my cousin almost put me to sleep. And, Damn. and it was funny. But I almost so it, so like oh, the week before, I almost put him to sleep. Right. Uh-huh. Because I put him in. A, I don't. I put him in a guillotine. You know what that is. Some kind of okay. Position. So it's, it's a type of headlock. <laughs> so basically, there's a camera yeah. looking at me. And I'm, I'm gonna explain it. You someone's head you put it in between your bicep and then your forearm and oh yeah their head That's- is um behind you and you basically create a guillotine with your arms and you just squeeze yeah. up and that's then lean. the kind of that's the kind of most common headlock isn't it uh if people go towards you like if, if if we're wrestling and i go towards you yeah like head first you're giving me your head and i just put it there fall back wrap my legs around you and lean and then you're going yeah. to sleep. That's um, it. Yeah. And I almost put my cousin to sleep. And then when he stood up, I was like, oh, shit. Like, I, I thought he was crying because his eyes yeah. all. But then he no, did it to me the next the, week. And oh, when yeah. I stood up, that's how I looked. And I was like, oh, it's I get just it. It's just the blood. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're not actually about to cry. It's just, it's like, like you're dazed. Like, my eyes yeah. were all watered because it just. It's a yeah, weird that's feeling. the thing about, um, like, in movies, like, when someone gets, like, choked out or, or strangled or something that's the thing that they almost never get right they got it right with loki that was like disturbingly accurate to what like someone might look like if they like got their throat crushed <laughs> you know like in infinity war <laughs> you remember that when I, loki died yeah i remember i mean thanos literally like grabs him and just like <laughs> oh yeah, yeah yeah and that was like disturbingly kind of realistic looking but um yeah like your eyes are not gonna be like white you know no they're gonna um, be and you're you're not, yeah, you're not, and your face isn't going to be, like, totally normal looking. Like, you're going to, you know, your head's going to look like it's about to explode. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> you know. Dude, it's a weird feeling. It's yeah, weird no, feeling. it's, I mean, I've fainted. Um, I've, I've, I've been choked out before, too, like, uh, like, in wrestling. Like, when I did, I did wrestling briefly in, like, sixth grade. So, like, I know what that feels like. That's not comfortable. Um, but, yeah, I feel like fainting is even weirder than that, though. Mm-hmm. Because it's, like... It's not the same feeling because you're like this whole area. It's not because of that. It's because of like, I don't know. For me, it was, I was like sick. And then the other time it was, it was like anxiety induced from like getting my blood taken. But, um, yeah, that, that is, uh, in my opinion, that's even weirder because when you faint like that and you lose consciousness, you you almost don't even see it coming. Mm -hmm. And then it's over before you knew it started. And, but you, like, feel like like you're conscious, you know? Like, you're completely conscious when you, like, come out of it and, like, when you go into it. And there's just, like, this black spot in the middle, you know? Okay. You know what the weirdest feeling was? Yeah. Uh, getting put to sleep when I got my wisdom teeth taken out. Oh. Uh, that was weird. Because yeah. I remember I was sitting there and I was looking at the ceiling. And it was funny. So, they put the, the needle in my arm. Mm-hmm. But they they didn't put it in a vein, and so they're all move. It hurt, bro. They're all moving it around in my arm and shit, like twisting oh, it, trying to get it damn. right. And I'm like, God damn it! Can you just freaking, get it in? Freaking so, dentist. <laughs> so they took it out and then they put it back in, and I was like, Yeah, okay. Hopefully, like they got it this time, right? And I'm looking at the ceiling, like hopefully they don't have to twist it around and shit. 
you know, and then the next thing I knew, I was waking up with gauze in my mouth, and I was didn't know what was happening. I was like, huh? Yeah, I, I remember that. Yeah, dude, <laughs> yeah, I, was, got, I got my teeth taken. That was, yeah. Yeah, bro, it was weird. I, it was hella funny. I, I said some dumb shit when I was, I remember I came home, and my aunt looked at me, and she was like, oh, how are you, sweetie? And I just looked at her, and I just went with freaking gauze in my mouth. I don't even remember doing this. I was just like, oh, I'm so high. And I... <laughs> And I, your aunt and i just yeah. looked at her said that and i was like uh-huh and i just went in my room and fell asleep wow um yeah i remember when i got my teeth taken i i don't know why i just got i was like not having it with these these doctors and the dentists and everyone i was like so mad at them for some reason i i think it's because it's just because they asked me to get out of the chair they're like we have someone else coming we need to get out of the chair and um and i was like cussing them out and telling them like i'm not gonna get out of the chair <laughs> <laughs> forget screw you you know i remember um, when i got mine like i remember waking up and they were like okay like you know they're telling me okay like it went well blah blah, blah. And i was just like uh-huh and then i like sean was there because he had to, he had to drive me and um we went to go pick up my medication and i just remember sitting in the car and being like like just staring with like the dumbest face and it was so weird dude i was like i just kept looking at things and i kept going I'm high, and then I, and I remember I at one point it was hella weird because I was like kind of loopy, and it, uh-huh. like I could see, like two of everything, and I went whoa, it was like weird. legit. Yeah, I looked at a car and That's I was crazy. like, "There's two of them." I've never had that before. And then I looked at Sean and I was like, "I can your head is like floating next to your head." Wow. Like it's just my vision was distorted. Like I wasn't hallucinating. It's yeah. just my vision got it distorted, just, so it was yeah. like I could see. That is crazy. See, I've never had that. And um, I've always wondered because you know how like in movies, sometimes when like people get hit or something, they'll see like the double vision and they'll do the camera tricks and everything to make it look like that. I'm like, does it really look anything like that? When you You start to get put out, it feels weird. Like when I, so when I almost got choked out, it was weird because I was like, like your vision, it, 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 I didn't see two of things because I didn't get put to sleep and then wake up, but I almost did. And like, it's weird for a second. You kind of got to like look around and like kind of, yeah it's like startling you're like i don't know what the hell just happened it's yeah. not <laughs> you're not supposed to be like this is not meant to happen and when it happens yeah. to you it's like whoa that feels weird yeah yeah no for sure yeah um i don't know what that is like medically but i'm sure it has something to do with like your brain and there's it's, it's like a it's some kind of biological function of yeah your body and i know that so that when happens. you choke yeah. someone out you're you're you are cutting off their air, yeah, but the main thing you're doing is it's there's the blood. the blood. Yeah, and you cut that yeah. off, and then they just pass out. Pretty much, um, yeah. Yeah, and it feels weird, dude. Oh, I imagine. It's and it was funny, because when I had done it to my cousin, I didn't know what the feeling was like, right? So I had done it to someone, almost put him to sleep, but I had never almost been put to sleep. And then Is that weird- how we ended up on this? Because you were talking about, like, people not knowing like reality of things or something i think so i don't remember yeah (laughs) i mean no that that is actually that's kind of disturbing to think about in itself that like uh like you knocked your cousin out right but like you had no idea what it was like to get knocked out nope i had no idea what it felt like to get put to sleep and then but then well i almost did because he he tapped before i did but he he was almost out he told me he felt himself go oh and he went no i don't want to go to sleep and then the, the next week or two weeks later, again, I didn't know the reality of it. I didn't know what it was like. And so I was a little cocky. And then I got put in my place. And I was like, oh, never mind. 
Like that's yeah. not that's not fun. That feels See, I, weird. Yeah. Well, I think there's actually this thing that happens where um, if you don't, you know, have an experience like um, like if you've never been hurt, like uh, physically or, or emotionally, even I guess um, you you like it's easier for you to like do it to other people, you know, mm-hmm. because you don't have that experience. So I feel like it doesn't, it doesn't like really register in your head. So kind of going back to the, that, like, um, you know, like Antifa, like yeah, let's circle hitting back. people. Yeah. Let's circle back like that. Antifa, like hitting someone in the head with a crowbar. It's like, if you go and you hit someone in the head with a crowbar, what are the chances that you've been hit in the head with a crowbar before? I'm going to say they're pretty low, you know, I don't, you know, cause like, I, I remember when I was younger, when I was in like elementary school, um, I used to like, I used to like hurt kids sometimes. I know that sounds like bad, but like I was a violent little kid. I mean, that's just the truth. <laughs> um, and uh, I realized in retrospect that probably a lot of the reason that that happened was because I had never been like put in my place, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I had no experience with like, physical pain i mean my life was just too easy basically and so i think this is this actually i think a good reason why it's healthy for kids to be put into some kind of martial art or or something like uh, whether it's jujitsu or taekwondo or whatever you know although um i think jujitsu is probably better but because you're not striking um, jujitsu wrestling you're not getting hit but you still get that physical like you're, you're, you're grappling. Yeah. You still get that physical and, like, and, and people will get the best of you too. And so, and not only do you you understand what it's like to be in these uncomfortable situations, you understand what it's like to get hurt, to be taken down, and and you understand, you know, like when you do that to someone else, like you've had it done to you, yeah. like you understand what you're doing and what's actually happening, right? You know, yeah. whereas if you've never had that experience, like you could just go hurt someone and mm-hmm. have, you could just be totally ignorant. Uh, of it you of know what about it's it like that's one exactly. of the fun so it's fun when like like i said when i wrestle with my brother and like my cousins it's like when we do it we're actually like sean's obviously wrestled right oh yeah and yeah. i'll watch stuff on like because like i want to do jiu-jitsu that i want to take but like i can't right now obviously um and so what do i do since i can't do it i just let me just look up what these people do let me watch them do it and then I'll and like obviously listen to them and describe how you do the right technique, and then I'll just go practice it with my cousins, and we'll just kind of have fun with it, and then we'll actually try it, you know. Mm-hmm. And like so, I looked up how to do a guillotine, and I was surprised that I actually did it right. And what did I do afterwards? I just showed my cousin how to do it. Um, yeah. But it's fun, and I almost so I wasn't allowed to do like physical sports as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um. And I was always kind of like. Like, like when I'd wrestle, like my friends or my cousins, I was always too weak. <laughs> I didn't know what to do and I wasn't strong enough. Whereas now that I'm older, it's, it's a bit different. Like I'll wrestle Sean and like, I know I'm going to lose, but like, I'll still do it and I'll go for it. He's, he's a monster. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> and, and, and like, I'll do it and I'll go for it. Um, yeah. And it was funny. So there was one time where I also put him in, cause that's like the only thing I really know how to do properly. I put him yeah. into a guillotine, but I didn't get the like I didn't close it, I, I didn't lean like you're supposed to. That's how you and so, but I could hear him like, <sighs> like he's all breathing and shit like that, and I'm like yeah. trying to like squeeze, but it just wasn't working, and I ended yeah. up losing my grip just because I got tired. But so yeah. then the next time we wrestled, I tried doing it to him, 
And he just went, no. And he just picked me up. And so I'm hanging over him with my arm wrapped around his neck and I can't squeeze. He just picked me up. He's like, no, I'm not doing this again. (laughs) It was was fun, though. Oh, my God. The size advantage. (laughs) But that's one of those things where I think that, like, having that, like, getting that, like, aggression out. Not to say that I'm a naturally aggressive person or, or like, with kids, right? Mm -hmm. Another sidetrack, but it's okay. We'll circle back. But, like, with kids, how you mentioned, like, it's good for them to get that out because let's be real like, yeah they need that experience right and i i think it does something to humble you i i think doing anything physically where you can get hurt is gonna hum- skateboarding is a good example i'm not wrestling mm. and going against another person however you can get hurt doing that and it will humble you really quick it's the same thing it'll, with surfing. It'll humble you. It'll give you more empathy too. Like, th- this is the thing. This is why I think little kids a lot of times can be so mean is because they just don't understand. Yeah. You know, they don't really just, they just don't really know. Like that's, that's why I feel like when you're young, you can see someone eat it on a skateboard and like laugh at them. And when you're older, you go, Ooh, you know, even though it's a little funny sometimes, but then like, oh, if it's yeah, like a, but if it's, it's not like a bad same. fall, yeah. it's funny. But yeah. like, there was one time where I was at a skate park and I saw a dude break his arm and I was like, like I didn't laugh at all. I was like, fuck. Well, yeah, because you, I mean, you've like you broke your ankle before. Yeah, so. and I was like, yeah. ooh, I fractured my ankle. I didn't even break it. I fractured yeah, it okay. and sprained yeah. it. But I was like, ooh, that hurt. I couldn't imagine giving myself a second elbow, um, <laughs> which is what Sean did. That yeah, I'm um, sure you could actually hear it too. The the smacking and the so I didn't hear. Yeah. So I wasn't like. I was probably like, I was on the other end of the skate park, like kind of yeah. like, or I was like in the middle-ish, like in the back, and he was towards like the front, like by the entrance. Mm-hmm. And when he fell, like he was just like, ah, oh, and I was like, what the hell, like trying to figure out what was happening. Yeah. And I looked at him, and he turned around, and he's holding his arm, and it's just a second elbow, and I was like, oh shit. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It hits different when you actually see it in person too, because like you'd see stuff like that happen on the internet all the time, and it's like. Okay. <laughs> nah, bro, it's, it's not, but it's not the same. Oh, yeah. it was weird. I was like, <sighs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I think that's, um, you know, that's important, uh, an important part of, you know, like being able to have empathy, mm. you know, mm-hmm. um, because unless you're like really, really good at imagining something, I mean, I, I don't think you can do it without some kind of experience of, of some kind of you know, uh, trauma yourself or some kind of actual, you know, harm yourself, you know, because we, we, I feel like, you know, we have to base everything off of our own experience. Other, otherwise, like, you know, you can't like imagine a new feeling, you know? So like, if you've, you know, if, if someone's never called you a name that made you feel bad, like it's going to be really hard for you to imagine what that feels like, you know? Um, and I think that that's a problem too, you know, not just with little kids where you see it the most because, you know, they're just, they're just ignorant to the world. They just don't know stuff. Yeah. You know, they haven't had experiences because they're just really young, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and actually that's, that's an interesting thing too, is that, um, they're like innocently cruel, you know? And they don't know any better. See, here's what's yeah. funny. I was on the other end of that as a kid. I was yeah. never on the end of innocently hurting people. I was on the end of people not knowing any better and getting hurt. Yeah. Um, Because I was picked on all through being a kid. Like, I remember I was sitting in class and, like, these two kids would just start punching me. And, like, 
And, and I was always on the receiving end of that. And it was like, bro, you clearly don't get this. And then yeah. the sixth grade is when it was really bad, when I got, like, the shit beat out of me. Um, but there was one time where he could tell, like, oh, shit. Like, he, even he realized, he was like, oh, damn. Because he grabbed my shirt, spun me around and threw me, and I hit my head. Yeah. And he went, because he realized what he did, and he was like, oh, mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. That was the first time I think I saw him go, like, I think it was the first time I heard him apologize. Yeah. And she was like, oh, I'm sorry. And I think I just told him, fuck you, and kept walking. Because <laughs> I, I almost, like, thing. fell asleep. <laughs> like, I almost yeah. got knocked out. Like, everything Ooh, was dizzy. You hit your head. Yeah. Yeah. That's dangerous. Yeah, it was terrifying. And had I been a few feet to my right, I would have hit it on concrete. Thankfully, I just hit it on, like, you know how it's just, like, like the bark on the playground? Yeah. And it's kind of yeah. soft. I, I hit I hit it on that, so it wasn't too bad. No, had I been good. a few if, feet to my right, I didn't... If you would have hit your head on the concrete, it would have been lights out. I would have been sure. out. Yeah. 110%, I would have been out. Yeah. Um, well, so, that's the thing, though, is because when we think of innocence, I think we don't usually think of things like 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 that, like cruelty or, you know, people getting hurt or anything like that. But um, that can that can be innocent, too. I mean, you know, innocence is, is ignorance, really. It's, yeah. You know, like when you talk about the innocence of a child, you're just really talking about that the they don't... The innocence of a child know things you know they they don't have any you know experienced knowledge of things they don't have any ex- external knowledge they there's things they haven't learned you know and so uh you know they can they can hurt without really understanding what hurting is right they can get hurt without even understanding really what getting hurt is right and um and you know it, it, it as much as it is a good thing it can also be a bad thing and this is this is why you know education is like so important you know and, and not just, you know, I know me and you have talked about this before, education being not just, you know, learning things in school, but like actually having experiences, experiences. in life. Yeah. I, you know. I think that some of the greatest things you can learn in life come from experience and come from doing things. I think something that's an interesting teacher, I think, is fear. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, do, remember when we went cliff jumping? Mm-hmm. That was terrifying. Remember yeah. you and I, we, we wouldn't do it. I, I didn't even do the 50 foot. I, I like chicken down. No, I was but like, we, this here's is the thing. You scary. had never even been cliff jumping. No. Right? And, and you I, jumped off a 30 foot cliff your first time. Yeah, I did the 30 foot, yeah. Right? Yeah. And that, that was terrifying. But I, I feel like one that of the things that cold. that goes to show you <laughs> is it's like, you think you can't do something. Mm-hmm. And then you do it and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's not as scary. Then you look back on it no, and you're like, oh. No, it's not. It's like the most fear is the, is the moment leading up to it. And then you do it and you're like, oh. I'm fine. <laughs> and I feel like yeah. that can go with a lot of things in life. Like once you've done something, then you're kind of like, oh, okay. And, and that can teach you things. So, okay, let's use like putting putting people in pain, right? Putting, yeah. <laughs> wrestling, right? Let's let, like inter- yeah. doing martial arts, wrestling, jujitsu, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. That's going to teach you two things. Getting put into pain is going to make you realize, ah, so this is what I'm doing to someone. Cool. I can at least empathize with this person. Sean made a good point to me one time. He said, you don't try. He said, you don't go all out when you wrestle. And he was like, I don't know why. He was like, I think it's because you're scared to hurt um, like him or my cousin. And he was like, you don't like go all out. He said, go all out because I guarantee you, you'll do better. And I was like, okay. Cause I was, I was, and I realized that is I was scared to hurt my cousin cause I've been put in pain a lot. Yeah. You in my know life. what it's like to get hurt. Yeah. And I was scared to do it. But then Sean went, no, now you need to be on the other end of it and you got to learn what it's like to do it to someone. I went, yeah. okay, 
And then I did it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I got cocky and then I got put in my place. And I was like, okay, so this is... Right. This is the balance of things. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, it's 1030. Yeah. So you got to go. Yeah, I got to dip. But good. Oh, this, is a, this is a really good talk, though. Yeah, it was, dude. This was, a, this was a good one. But yep. uh, yeah, podcast is back. All right. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Actually, on weekly uploads now, so weekly upload so we're gonna be doing a podcast out every thursday yep at 12 every thursday at 12 um we're not streaming them because we record these in the morning i don't think it makes sense um yeah but if we can figure out a good time to do them in the afternoon then then we'll definitely we'll start streaming them you guys can check it out and that'd be cool um yep but yeah thank you everybody for listening yep we appreciate it and yeah. audios. All right, sweet. Let me done. It's still recording. That's okay. I'll just edit this out. The video or both. You can just do the audio.